You are listening to the Social Media and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, sharing strategies and tools to help you get the most from social selling and tech. And now your host, Bill Bannum. LinkedIn, according to many sales leaders, is the number one social selling tool. But what can a salesperson really do with it? What are the best free and paid features? How important is it to pay for LinkedIn? What are the options? In this episode of the Social Media and Tech podcast brought to you by the CPSA, Shanna Landolt will help us discover if paying for LinkedIn is really worth it. Shanna Landolt is president at the Landolt Group and Secrets from a Headhunter. Shanna has been in executive search for over 17 years. She has been featured on NBC, Fox, and City TV, and she has been cited by CBS and ABC as a LinkedIn expert and job search expert. Shanna is also the number one international best-selling author of the book, LinkedIn Secrets from a Top Executive Recruiter. Welcome, Shanna. Thanks for joining us today on our social media and tech podcast. Thank you. It's really great to be here, Bill. Shanna, let's jump straight into our questions. Uh, The first thing I I would love to ask you is within the social selling ecosystem, how important is LinkedIn for professionals in a sales focused role? Well, I'm going to say in a business to business sales focused role, so specifically business to business, it's critical. Um, and, And the reason it's critical is never before have you had access to so much information about the person that you're selling to. And, um, you know, in the past, you could, you know, you could Google before that it was relationships and, um, you know, trade periodicals. But but now you can literally see a person's history. And if they've expanded their profile and created a great profile, you can know what's important to them and what they stand for. And um, there are there are ways that you can go about creating a relationship with someone um, through social selling that. wasn't possible 10 years ago. Okay, thank you very much. What does a salesperson get for free? Tell tell our listeners about some of the top features and benefits of using the free version of LinkedIn. Um, connection well, requests, group emails, basic analytics. What, what, what do you get without paying any money, Shanna? Essentially, for the, for the free account, you get to create a profile where people can see you. You can do uh, minimal searches for other people. And when I when I say minimal, with other versions of LinkedIn, you can see connections beyond your immediate network. Um, and you have a, a limited number of in-mails that you can send. So if you were not in sales, you know, I would say that the free version would be fine. You know, let's say that you, you worked in marketing or um, in accounting, but you weren't doing direct prospecting in a business to business setting for most job seekers, for example, the free version is fine. But if you are prospecting and reaching out to people and building relationships, um, essentially LinkedIn can, can become in many ways your CRM or uh, depending on the CRM that you use, will link to your CRM so that you have just a plethora of information. How does one know that they are optimizing one's free LinkedIn account? Are, are there ways to optimize my profile so that it's appealing and Absolutely. can be found really easy? Easily? Absolutely, Bill. And the way that you would optimize your free LinkedIn account is exactly the same way that you would optimize a paid LinkedIn account. 
So first of all, you want to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is a profile. It is not your online resume. And the two, those two things are very distinct. So um, one of the things I do is I work with people to create compelling LinkedIn profiles that get them found for their expertise. And um, you want to make sure that your profile represents your personal brand. Now, there's, there's some very specific things that you need to make sure that you have a complete profile. So first of all, you need to have your industry and location you must have an up-to-date position with details. And, and this is actually where job seekers often run into problems because if their position has ended, they don't have an up-to-date position. So, you know, in which case I would suggest that you create a role called, you know, seeking new opportunities and put that as an actual role. Uh, you need a minimum of two past positions with details. So you can't just list where you've worked. You actually have to write some comments in the details about that. Um, a profile photo. And if you're in sales, that profile photo must show you uh, as the business professional that you are. It can't be just a social picture. Uh, you need a minimum of 50 connections. But if you're in sales, uh, I'm going to tell you a, a world opens up with LinkedIn when you get to 500 connections plus. And then in addition to that, you have to update your profile from time to time and somewhat regularly post status updates. So that's that's the answer of what is a complete profile. Um, and then once you have that complete profile, um, LinkedIn actually has an algorithm that they use to determine, you know, where do you show up in somebody else's search? So knowing what has a what what um, constitutes a complete profile first makes a, a really big difference. And I, I believe the term is all star. Is is that right? That that's the the top level in terms of ways to optimize your your, your own pro profile by adding the right picture and the right information. Is that correct? Yeah, an all star profile rating just means that you you meet their basic requirements for a complete profile. Uh, my version of an all star is very different than what the minimum is. So, for example, um, you want to create uh, you want to use all two thousand characters to create a summary about yourself that's loaded with the proper keywords while expressing your personal values and the value um, of the the company that you're selling for and the products that you're representing. Okay, so there might be lots of people out there like myself who who think in terms of uh, LinkedIn's eyes anyway uh, that I'm an all star profile, but maybe I'm not. So are there are there services out there that can help people like me uh, with optimizing and managing uh, my personal brand on LinkedIn? Absolutely. I mean, there's certainly a number of people who specialize in creating LinkedIn profiles. Um, you can also go on to sites. Uh, like Upwork and find people who will optimize your profile. But you want to make sure that whoever you use understands personal branding. And if they don't understand personal branding and how to reflect that in your LinkedIn profile, you might just end up with the the online version of your resume, which, you know, quite frankly, as a salesperson is not what you want. There are several paid versions of LinkedIn, including Career, Business Plus, Sales Navigator, and The Recruiter. As an executive search professional, uh, your experience, of course, is with the Recruiter version. Please, can you talk in general terms, however, about some of the features such as the in-mail credits and the enhanced reporting, which is available to, to paid subscribers of LinkedIn? Sure. It's, it's interesting, Bill, because it's only recently that I've switched over to the Recruiter version. And um, up until then, I used the the LinkedIn professional, the business professional version. Some of the some of the reasons that had me switch over was um, I could send an email 
to a number of people at the same time inside of a project, and that in-mail would be personalized to them. So rather than sending um, 50 separate messages that were essentially the same, but personalizing them, I can now do that automatically. So there, there are features inside of the paid versions that, that essentially allow for automation for you to group message people um, and to see more profiles and get analytics about who's reaching out to you that, that just simply aren't available in the free versions. You get what you pay for, Shanna. <laughs> in exactly. the... <laughs> but, but it also is a matter of understanding, do you need, you know, are you at that level where you need to pay for it? Again, if you're doing business to business sales, then then I would say, yes, you want to use that, particularly if using LinkedIn is um, you know, one of your strategies for connecting with people. So in, in the context of using in-mails to engage with prospects, uh, what, what things should salespeople avoid doing and what makes for a compelling in-mail message? Uh, well, first of all, you don't want the message to be too long. People's attention spans are very short these days. And um, you want to have enough white space in the in-mail that somebody can scan it and still understand essentially what you're looking for. If you can find a way to weave in a personal connection, like you and I are both connected to John Smith, then you want to do that because um, it will have the person be uh, more comfortable in responding to that email. Make sure that the message um, is a combination of business speak as well as um making that personal connection. If if what you're sending is essentially marketing materials, it will get deleted right away. Um, so on social media, one of the reasons that it's so popular with people is social media has a personal connection and not just a, you know, being marketed to or marketing at connection. You want to make sure that the person doesn't feel like they're receiving a form letter. Like you've actually taken the time to think about them and address them personally. And here's why, based on your research, you believe this is a, a worthy conversation to pursue. In, in my personal experience, there's nothing worse than getting uh, a, a message through LinkedIn, which is completely not related to me. Uh, you know, it, it, assuming that I'm in a different job, um, not spending any time understanding what I do, who I am. Um, or misspelling so, your name. Or... Yeah, exactly. And, and unfortunately, you see these things too often. Uh, with the tool. In addition to the enhanced accounts that salespeople, recruiters, leaders, and job seekers can pay for, what other paid services does LinkedIn offer? For example, can one advertise through LinkedIn? If so, how targeted, how, how segmented can you get? And does it have a good return on investment? There's a couple of different ways that you can leverage LinkedIn um, through advertising. So first, obviously, is to put a, a job ad. Recruiters will do that spot that I can use as well. And companies will use that when they're hiring people. But we're seeing on LinkedIn um, an increase in uh, companies advertising directly to business people. And, and that's even shifting, Bill, to consumer packaged goods companies. So for a while, you know, it was things like uh, I would see in my, my targeted feed uh, advertisements for speakers to go to their, to their event uh, or universities to do their MBA program. But, but now I'm seeing everyday consumer packaged goods being advertised on LinkedIn. So I think that um, companies are getting smart to the fact that there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. 
And um, you can get very targeted, you know, in terms of uh, geographical region, the industry that the person works in, the kind of degree that they have. So similar to uh, placing a Facebook ad, it's very segmented. The, the benefit of advertising on LinkedIn really is that the average person on LinkedIn um, earns in excess of $100,000. So you're, you're, you're advertising to an audience that's well compensated and has money to spend. Okay, so here's the big question, Shanna. Uh, in your opinion, is it worth paying for LinkedIn? And if so, when? What are the scenarios when, when it's absolutely worthwhile? So my opinion is that it depends. So if you are in sales, but your sales role is not a business-to-business sale, or it's not the kind of sale where you're you know, specifically trying to find people in specific roles in companies, then you don't need to pay. Uh, you could just use LinkedIn to research somebody before you meet them. However, if you want a targeted, automated approach where that you can combine with your CRM, uh, where you are writing a number of in-mails every month, then it's absolutely worth paying for LinkedIn. And um, you know, I think a lot of of salespeople, it's their their secret weapon. Wonderful. Thank you very much. We're uh, coming to the end of this particular podcast. Uh, before we wrap things up, I'd, I'd love for you to tell our listeners how they can learn more about you. Terrific. You can look me up on LinkedIn, Shanna Landalt. Awesome. Shanna, uh, it's always a pleasure getting a chance to chat with you. Um, listeners, until next time, this has been the Social Media and Tech Podcast brought to you by the CPSA. Thank you for listening to the Social Media and Tech Podcast brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association.